Did you know a podcast episode like this can provide literally dozens of marketing content assets for your business? It's brought to you by Content Monster, your go-to for engaging marketing content, like this podcast or remote video production. It's not just a podcast, it's your marketing powerhouse. Visit contentmonster.com to learn more. That's contentmonsta.com. Hey gang, we are here with episode three of Real Time with Rachel. As usual, coming to you with exciting information about whatever is going on for me in real time. Today, we are talking to my friend, Lori Christ of Lori Christ Interior Design. She is based here in Seattle, but she works all over the world. All right, all over the country. (laughs) And (laughs) she is really great. She does work in Mexico. And we are so excited to have you with us today, and thank you for being here, Lori. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for having me. So exciting to be here and have a little chit-chat with you and see what's going on with you and um, talk about some things that are going on with me. I am so, so into your Instagram page. Um, It's (laughs) so good. Like Every time somebody either tags you in a post or you post something... I am always wishing that I can live in whatever house that is that you have designed. (laughs) So thank you for sharing. And we will certainly post um, your information so that everybody can follow you uh, as well. But I have just loved seeing all your stuff. You are really imaginative and your design um, eye is just so fantastic. You work uh, sometimes with my other very good friend, Andrea Brand, and she is uh, not only my friend, but I have collaborated with her on several projects myself, and I just respect both of you so much, so I'm really, really thrilled that you could join me today. Thank you so much. Yeah, Andrea, she's great. I love working with her. It's always fun to collaborate with Andrea. Just um, We're we're just a good, great team to... Um, just bounce ideas off of each other. It always turns out much better when we're um, when we're working together. And I just love, um, yeah, her energy that she yeah. brings. And yeah, her well, eye. you guys are both just so talented. And yes, her eye and your eye also. Um, just every time you know, I ask her for her opinion, and she, she makes one little small thing, and all of a sudden it's like perfect. I'm like, what? I never would have thought of that. Yeah, so, she's kind of the lifestyle queen. You know, it's like when it comes to um, anything that has to do with just creating a beautiful setting for whatever you have going on. For um, Andrea, is just she just knows what to do and how to make it. You know how to fill in all the blanks and it's just so so luscious and yes and that's that's all the plug we're giving her because i invited her to be here too and she (laughs) declined not that graciously (laughs) so andrea this is all you get okay and now we're moving on to Lori. so tell me um and tell our audience a little bit about you and your business and then we'll get into like some of the nitty-gritty Okay, so I um, I'm an interior designer. I work in the luxury market. Um, definitely uh, focus a lot on residential. Um, I really like the personal aspect of um, residential. That's just always been my my thing. Just because I love people and finding out what they want and um, being involved in that. But um, I, I also do a lot of um, 
resort uh, design. So kind of resort homes or um, doing some things down in Mexico with uh, Flora Farms, which has just been a really inspiring and exciting project to work on as well. So kind of do all, all different things. That's kind of the beauty of the industry that I'm in, you know, you work with somebody on their home and then they're like, okay, well, we've got this other thing that we, we want to do. And you build a relationship and it's just, I've just been very, very fortunate to have that opportunity to expand um, from, you know, one project to the other in that way. Does most of your business just come organically through just private clients, uh, builders, you know, architects? Yeah, yeah I'm very... Um, uh, referral based, um, just like your industry. Um, a lot of it is like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, real estate agents, uh, builders, um, architects, uh, repeat clients or clients who've had a good experience and they have, have a friend who's doing something. Um, yeah, that's just definitely, it's all referral. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, do you have a favorite, like is new construction your favorite or is it kind of fun to go in and completely change somebody's environment based on whatever they're, you know, they, they want a new look or they want a new trend or they want a new style? Like what's your yeah. favorite thing to do? I mean, I love doing new construction because you just have the ability to create. It's like a it's a blank canvas, right? It can just be anything. And so you just have the opportunity in such a case to um really have, you know, input on every single thing. So the flooring, the architectural detailing, the lighting, the furniture, everything, right? Um, so that is really fun. And it is great to be able to start blank with a person because um, a lot of times they, they know kind of what they want, but, you know, I'm just pulling off cues from them to really create a style for them um, from the ground up. So yeah. I do love that, but also I have to say I'm re- I'm very good at doing remodel stuff too. I th- my my brain just kind of works like a puzzle, and where people can't, you know, they can only see what they've been right. seeing, and uh, so I love going in and just being able to, in a way, I kind of just close my eyes and reimagine it in a different way. But um, that's you so have to be cool. very love- innovative. You have to be innovative yeah. and like, uh, yeah, be able to like, I don't know. I don't know. You're in it. You have to, it's like a puzzle, I guess. That's, yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it. I never really yeah. heard it like that before, but it does make sense because, you know, you're dealing with a certain space and then maybe you have to find furniture for that space. And, you know, maybe you can't change the structural um, yeah. pieces of it. So, you you know, you're maybe changing some of the interior design pieces of it, but not necessarily like you can't move a wall or we can't do this. And so I love seeing those before and after pictures though, like on Instagram or wherever. Like yeah. that's my most favorite. You're like before and then you hear like the harp and then it's like the after. The after, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always really fun to see those. And I would think being in your um, in your line of work, that that is one of the coolest parts of the job is just like to be like, ta-da! At yeah, the end. yeah. It is good to kind of go back and look at those pictures and go, yeah, this list looks amazing, but it looks even more amazing because you see where you came from and where you started. And um, yeah, it's always, yeah, the big drum roll on the reveal on that. <laughs> what are some of the um, benefits of working with a designer? Because, you know, lots of people, like lots of my clients are like, oh, I'm going to design this whole space. It's no problem. Like, I'm just going to do it myself. And like for me, for instance, um, 
I know what I like, but I have no idea how to acquire it. And yeah. so, like, that's why I call Andrea all the time for stuff. <laughs> and thank God she sometimes picks up my calls. But, like, I really don't um, know how to acquire anything. And I would think that that would be one of the, the leading reasons on top of just even – you might have a great design eye, but, like, you know, getting to the source. Um, yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the things, yeah, for designers, I've been, do this is what I do every day. You know, this, I, I've been doing this for many, many years and I have a lot of resources, right? So, um, what, you know, what people are seeing, you know, it's like the same thing you see everywhere, but like a, a designer definitely has a lot more resources and can, you know, make things a little, give you a little bit more of a custom look in, yeah. in that respect. But really, I mean, I, I see myself as, um, I'm sort of that lifestyle coach in a way it's for, it's for your, your space. Right. And just think about, I mean, even, even me, if I'm designing something for myself, I get blinders on and I'm yeah. not looking at, um, the things a way that somebody from the outside looking in who hasn't been in the space or hasn't seen what it was, but think, get, get to know you and what it is, what are you trying to achieve? What do you really want? And to, you know, get, pull that out of you mm -hmm. so that they can, they're like, what I do is like, it's more, it's big picture, right. To start out with, I'm thinking of a big picture and, and I'm not just, I don't start out with, okay, well, what, what pillow do we want? And, and everything has to add up towards that, that big picture idea yeah. and, and the concept. And it's so much easier to have somebody stand outside and and do that than it is to sometimes for yourself. Yeah. Okay. You know. What about um let's just I you made some notes and I'm just gonna look at a couple things <laughs> and just talk a little bit about because I wanna like you wrote so many great things down here. And when we talked in preparation, I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. When I originally called you to talk to you about this, I was like, let's talk about like trends for the holidays. And you were like, eh. I don't really want to talk about trends for the holidays because trends are – so talk to me about trends and why trends are eh. – Well, I think trends develop out of what's going on in our life and in our society and all that kind of thing. So I think um, trends are good if they're, you know, they're informed by those things that are going on. Um, what I just don't like is like um, – Oh, it's the modern farmhouse trend. And so that's what I want. <laughs> oh my God. Here's the picture and this is it, you know, and, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, the, that the reason that is a trend is because of our, our values. And it's like, we want to use our whole home. We, we don't want it to be just a showcase. We want it to be livable and functional and, you know, create space for big, a big family or something like that. So right. I guess I think that the trend, the highlight of the trend isn't what the trend, the, it, the trend is um, underscored by something else that's going on. Mm -hmm. And so I really like the personal side of design to be like, okay, well, let's see what things you're, you're interested in and what things you're attracted to. But um, let's find out like the nuances of how we can make that yours how yeah. we can make that you. So whether it's holidays, it's kind of the same thing, right? S certain holidays, people are like, we just really want it to be, you know, simple and um, 
comfortable and you know so you're seeing for holidays trends where people are like it's nature inspired and (laughs) things like that which can still just be just a wonderful welcoming experience it just might be a little bit different than what what we were thinking of holidays you know maybe five or ten years ago right right you know every ball in the house let's get it on the tree (laughs) I know I'm always really like into the holidays because I don't have a Christmas tree. So like I'm like the sad Jewish girl who's like always, you know, like, what are you doing for the holidays? What are you doing for the holidays? So originally when I was like, let's talk about holiday trends, it's because I have to live vicariously through some of my friends. And so, you know, I always enjoy the holidays, of course, and I have a couple little things I decorate with. And of course, I have some Hanukkah decorations, but it's not quite the same. It's kind of the sadder of the two holidays, let's be honest. So I always like that. to include both. (laughs) One thing... um, I, well, there's a couple of rooms in the house I want to talk about. Okay. So let's start with um, the pandemic hot room of the house has been the Zoom room. Everybody Zoom has room. a Zoom room. Yeah, exactly. So is that – are you – now that people are kind of starting to go back to work, although people don't really want to go back to work anymore yeah. because why would you want to go back to work when you could stay at home and sit in your Zoom room? Yeah. Are people asking you for – this um, as a design element of their homes? Well, um, not, I mean, specifically, you know, people came out of out of the office where they were already spending so much time in designed spaces, right? A lot of the commercial spaces and offices are designed and they're kind of used to going out and doing that, that kind of thing. And so when it comes into their house and then suddenly they're there all the time looking around <laughs> and they're like, Oh my gosh, what can I do? So yeah, I mean, not just uh, Zoom rooms, but more of like, let's, you know, restyle this uh, bookcase, (laughs) you know, so that it just doesn't look like, you know, I just pulled out five books I didn't want to read and shoved them in there. So, you know, just really create a a nice background for what, you know, what they're doing and to create more professional, some spaces that are more professional that it can be, you know, so it looks like, you know, you're being productive and you're, you know, you're in a professional setting where you can get work done. So, yeah. Sometimes even when like when I'm watching the, when I was watching the evening news during the pandemic, I'd be like, she needs to change her background a little bit. Like, that doesn't look so good. Like, you know, we sh- we yeah. need to put a manual out about that. Maybe you might want to think about that. Just about, well, like, I don't know. How's my background? I probably Oh, yeah. No, it looks hard. good. No, it's fun. So, but, like, your background, wherever you're sitting, has, like, great depth. Like, oh. um, that's really good. I like that. Thank you. This is my office. It just it works. Like, well, it's I just good had to clear everything off my desk and make it. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> all right. Yeah, but yeah, no. I think that was that was a big. Again, here's an example of how the trend, you know, follows what's happening in our lives. But yeah, everybody was sort of home, and so they needed to take their home and and divide it into spaces. And just yeah. like it was important to have a place that was, you know, professional and and efficient, and you know that kind of a thing. The other side of it was more so people were like, I need a refuge. I need a place I can go. Right. I definitely noticed that. Yeah. Because, you know, I work with a lot of builders and the trend seemed to shift in the last few years. First, we were seeing like 
oh, great rooms, you know, great room this, great room that. And then all of a sudden now it's like, wait, maybe we need more smaller spaces so that people can get away from each other. And it started to go away from that great room. Like it was a little bit smaller. Maybe there was a bigger gathering space in a different part of the house. But like the main part of the house became a little bit more compact compared to and how more it used intimate. to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, so everybody was, you know, wanting comfort and, um, you know, to feel – um, yeah, just, it's just basically the comfort and, um, being able to, to feel really cozy and safe. Right. But also to have a door between them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I was, um, always, I have a home studio, so I've always kind of worked from home and, um, it was, it was fun when, um, suddenly my husband was now, uh, working from home as well. And he, he was on the other side of my, (laughs) my, this wall right here. You're like, yeah, knock, knock three times. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah he's talking on the phone all day. I'm just like, Oh gosh. (laughs) It's really hard. I mean, I, I moved into my own space at the beginning of 2022 and, um, I would, well, I had my daughter, but now she's off to college as anybody who's listened to this knows we talked about empty nesting, Mm -hmm. but, um, I was like, what do I want my space to feel like? Where do I want to be? How do I want it to feel? And like, I really did like, I got rid of, some of my furniture. I got a few new things. I called Andrea a few times for some help. Like, should my couch go over here or over here? Like, I really did think about how I wanted my space to feel because I do work from home more than I go into the office probably just because it's comfortable and, yeah, you know, there's still not that many people going into our office but um, or I'm out and about with clients anyway. But it does make such a difference just to be able to have your space like feeling – Comfortable, and I'm wondering. Um, let's say that you. I mean, I know you work mostly with like, lug, you know, higher end luxury. But what if you're just somebody who like wants to spiff up a space? Um, may, let's just say their ho- their home office. It's like you know, stacked with the books or the five books that they pulled out of the bookshelf or whatever it is. Like, are there some little things that are maybe not like super super high end that they could do to just kind of like bring some warmth to their workspace in their home? Yeah, I I think basically what you said you were doing is a great place to start. I think uh, the first thing that you need to do is um, ask yourself what emotion do you want to feel when you're in that space, right? Is this a space that you want to be exciting or is is this a, a space that you want to be more relaxed or, you know, what is it? So that's a great place to start. And then from there, um, it's a, it's a declutter, like pull everything out, move it all around, (laughs) like see what you have to work with because you're just so used to seeing things just the way they are. Right. Right. Many people, it's like, you bring it, I got this new lamp. Oh yeah. There it goes. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Sometimes I think people need permission to move their stuff around. Like, Oh, that credenza has always been right there. I can't move it. Like it's always been right there. And then they move it and they're like, well, damn, that looks great there. Like, why didn't I do that two yeah. years ago? So like. And a um, lot of times objects have like a, a, cer- a certain meaning for somebody too. And so it's like, well, so-and-so got me that. So it has to be this place or, you know, whatever. It has a, a certain meaning to it. But that's the best, the best, best trick is really just to 
take everything out of the space, take everything out and um, take all your accessories and put them all on one table. Okay. And, and then when you see them there, you can kind of, you can kind of see how things look together and how they group. And, you know, you can even say, you know, this is the one thing that I, I know for sure that I need to have in there and that you know, maybe you can let a couple of the other things go, but then only start bringing back in the things that, you know, really have a, a purpose and really are, are doing what it is that you, you know, to create that feeling that you want. So, I mean, to be able to just do like a quickie makeover like that can just, it just shifts the energy and then, uh, you know, it goes from there, right? Once yeah. you even just do a few things like that, then that's the blank canvas that you can start with that you can add to and go, okay, well, what I really need here is, I need a round mirror that's going to reflect the light and we need, you know, there's some things that you can bring in to add to it, but you know, and then there's always paint, <laughs> right? There's always paint. There's so always paint. let's yeah. talk about that. Do you have a go-to color that you love? <laughs> I know everyone's style is different, but like, for instance, we do like a little refresh, um, kind of, we have like a little formula that we do for some of the homes that we bring on the market in this one specific neighborhood. Uh-huh. And I just, rinse and repeat on the formula because it works so well mm-hmm. for this particular crop of homes, which are lovely, lovely homes. Um, I have a color I love, you know, and I use uh-huh. it all the time. But now I'm like, then some one of my painters was like, you should use such and such a color. And I was like, oh, wait, what? We usually use agreeable gray. What are you talking about? <laughs> now you want me to use puddle or whatever, you know, like, is there a color that you, um, like a neutral color that you love? Let's let me say this. Let okay. me say more. If you have white moldings, is there a color that you love that's neutral to go with white moldings? <laughs> oh, I'm so it's so funny that you say that because it's like, you know, I'm just I'm one of those designers. I just do things so custom. So it's really hard for me to say, here's the color that works for everything. Dang it. I wanted some free advice. <laughs> I'm not getting any free advice today. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no. Oh I, yeah. Should I use snowflake? Should I use snowball? I mean, ah. <laughs> uh, it okay. goes back it goes back to design school. I had this professor who was like, okay, as a designer, here's the one thing you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to have a favorite color. Oh no. Okay, so I should put it in my head like no more agreeable gray. And I I mean, it's I like I do like agreeable agreeable gray, gray is nice. It's, it's agreeable. Color. Yeah, yeah it it's is. agreeable. But sometimes if the light is hitting it weird, it can look pl- too blue. So it doesn't always work in depending on which way the house mm-hmm. is facing and all that stuff. And I suppose that's why you're not supposed to have a favorite color because paint looks different. Um, I lived in this house up in Woodridge when, um, I don't know, way back when, maybe six years ago. And it had an incredible light. It was west facing. It was like a mid-century modern. And I painted the whole house metropolitan gray, I think. Uh-huh. My walls were purple. <laughs> they were a thousand percent lavender. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shit, (laughs) I have lavender walls now. I never did. I never changed it because you never never did a small patch test to see. I did. But, you know, I should have done it like in more places and let the sun go down and the sun come up and have it be morning. And anyway, I I really uh, I really messed it up. Yeah, I think. I mean, I love neutrals. Um, I think it just in general, we're seeing a lot, you know, the grays were really popular for a while. And now we're seeing a lot more of the warmer kind of gray undertones coming through. People are looking for things that, um, 
have a little bit more sunny um, quality to them. You mm-hmm. know, the, around here, the grays can just be kind of... What are you talking about? Just yeah. because it's snowing outside today. Um, <laughs> exactly. For, for those of you watching or listening, it is Tuesday and we have had little snow flurries on and off today and it's just been the grayest of days today, right? Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's pretty a yellow wall snow. would be great. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I didn't say paint it yellow. <laughs> You said sunny. You didn't I'm say saying, yellow. I'm saying a warm gray. <laughs> so beige, gray, grayish, whatever, you know, it's just, but basically not the cool grays, not the blues and the purple kind of grays, but the grays that do have a little bit of almost like a, a pink or slightly bit of okay. a little undertone, I think okay. are things that I'm seeing and I, I'm, I'm choosing a lot um, pretty often. <laughs> Let me ask you one other paint question. Um, I, I'm you wrote all these great things on here, but I have a question about paint. Okay. okay. As a realtor, you know, sometimes I go into homes all the time. Like just recently, I went to a listing appointment and they had so many accent walls. Oh, so many. And he was like, what should I do about all these accent walls? And I was like, we got to get rid of all the accent walls. And he was like, why? We've enjoyed this red wall so much. Um, what's the story with accent walls? And is there another way we can accent the wall without painting it red? (laughs) True. Yes. 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 The story with with accent walls is, you know, for that, it was a trend, right? That was just a thing. It's like, oh, well, we can just add a pop of color and it would just be one wall accent and kind of thing like that. But it does, um, like you said, it sort of dates the place. It's pretty, it's not, it's not a a current trend um, that we're, that we're seeing a lot now. Um, so, I mean, wallpaper is really, really hot right now. <laughs> I, Andrea, um, a couple of years ago, suggested that I do like one wall with wallpaper, like a big floral thing. Oh, oh my God. I love that wall. I love that wall. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little bit more of a, um, you know, you're you're really making a commitment, right? When, when you're talking about wall covering and a lot of people can be kind of scared of that, but yeah. um, what is really nice about it is, you know, it can create texture. It could create, you know, you have some pattern and some life to it. So it really does, um, it, you get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, and, you know, it, but it's one of those things where if you just get tired of the wall covering, you can't just paint Right. And is that why, like as a realtor, I see a lot of wall coverings in powder rooms. You know, it's a smaller space, but it makes a big impact along with like a beautiful piece of, you know, uh, granite or marble or whatever's on the counter, you know, onyx on the counter and then some kind of textured wall, something or other. It's just like, bang, it's really, it can make a a little powder room very sexy. Yeah, it's a high impact space. I always think of a powder room as it's like a little jewel box, right? Yes. Usually there's no window, there's nothing. And you just open the door and you're like, oh, what's inside? And so it can just be anything that you can just make it amazing. Wall covering is a great way to do that in a powder room, you know, but the mirror and the lighting and all those yeah. things come together. And it's a great space to really make a big, a big splash. And it's memorable, you know. Very. Like I, we, we listed, um, uh, I don't know, it was like a $9 million house this summer and it was new construction and it was very white and modern, but Mm -hmm. the powder room was like dark gray. And it was like, ooh, it was so awesome. It had like a leather um, wall. Uh, Oh my God. Loved that bathroom so much. And it just was like, the rest of the house was light, but this one room was like dark. 
Yeah, and you can get away with it because it's not open to anything else, right? You don't have to tie it in with anything. It just, it can just be its own little surprise. Yeah, and every time, you know, I showed the house, everyone was like, oh my God, I love this bathroom. I'm like, I know. Don't you want to just stay in here all day? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of fun. So wall coverings are a good thing. And it could be a good way to come into your space and warm it up if if you're kind of doing some of those things. Yes. Um, Okay, Let's talk about the chef's kitchen. Yeah. What is a chef's kitchen? <laughs> well, again, with uh, everybody being home, right, and not being able to eat out at restaurants, and suddenly people have time on their hands to, to cook <laughs> and to feed their families and things like that, I think it became um, – I mean, it always is, right? You know, in real estate, it's like the kitchen can sell the house. Uh, but right. Chef's kitchen, basically, it just it has, you know, the this big uh, stainless steel appliances like the commercial type range, um, you know, the nice uh, commercial hood and, um, you know, all the bells and whistles. It's all the like bells the, and whistles. Yeah, Chef's just, kitchen is like we have we have left no stone unturned. We're doing yes. it all. Yeah. What about two kitchens? It. So a lot of luxury homes do have like the cooking kitchen and then the show kitchen. And I definitely see when I have a luxury listing, um, buyers are coming in and they're like, where's the second kitchen? I I wouldn't actually cook on this beautiful onyx countertop. No, no, I would need another kitchen behind it. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I guess you could put it over there or whatever. But is that something that you get requests for in a design um, phase very often, or is that kind of like a specialty thing? Not a lot. A lot of times, um, it's more like a really large, like a butler's pantry and where the old butler's pantry were just a place to put, you know, your China and stuff like that to, to serve food into the dining room. We're seeing more of like, that's a place where additional appliances and things like that are going to go as a way to do more prep or, um, that kind of thing, you know? Um, but I, I mean, I personally haven't had a, the opportunity to do a second kitchen. Dang it. We got we to gotta do one. That's going to be our goal for next year is like, let's find a project where we do two kitchens. I but I am, seeing, I am seeing the trend, though, that, it, you know, it's nice to have the show kitchen, but then it's okay to have the kitchen be a little bit, you know, look like you're actually cooking in there. Wow. <laughs> and then you're, you're doing some work and you're making some good food, you know. I guess yeah. I was inspired by that from, you know, from Flora. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. So, too, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Flora Farms okay. for, for a couple of minutes. Um, so for those who don't know who uh, probably a lot of people don't know what Flora Farms is, but um, it is a beautiful organic farm to table. Uh, there's a restaurant. There are retail shops. There are cottages. There are these things called haylofts. It's a whole community. Now there's some houses on the beach or flats on the beach. Um, and then a huge, what they call the mango grove, where they basically are growing all of their amazing um, food, produce. It's really incredible. And I've had the pleasure of um, staying there many a time. And um, Andrea and yourself, you guys got involved um, a couple of years ago. And tell us about that whole partnership and how that was, because I just want to say before you say anything else, 
it's freaking gorgeous. And it's so cool. The design elements are so like bespoke. It's just really incredible. And you're never going to find anything like that anywhere else. It's just like, it's one of a kind. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing property and the concept behind it is so luxurious and so, um, again, nature inspired, uh, the whole, the whole thing, um, just, again, it's about the lifestyle, right? The, if you're, if you're staying there, when you, when you come in, they, they have like all this fresh produce and the kitchens are set up and they call um, those cottages, the original cottages are called the the culinary culinary cottages. And you have harvesting rights to be able to go and, and um, pick out food that you want to cook. And, you know, um, it just, it's just an amazing it's a paradise. It's just this oasis. It is. It's this oasis of just good living and uh, it's beautiful. really incredible. And you, I definitely think that when they first built those, the the cottages, which I think there's nine or ten of them, the idea was like if you're buying one of these places, you're into cooking, you're into the culinary lifestyle, you want the farm to table thing, you get there and there's like all of your fresh vegetables that are whatever's in season, then they have them, you know, right there on the counter for you. But one of the things that's so cool is like, they have artisans that work there on the farm, they were hammering out all of the faucets, they were repurposing all of the stoves. The first time I stayed there, I didn't even know how to turn the stove on. I was like, it, it was, it's like, you know, it was a yeah. thing. And then the ice box is an ice box. So yes. it's really an ice box. You can't, I mean, there was different, there's different levels in the fridge for your stuff. There's a little thermometer in there. I mean, it is, it is so like just amazing. I've just never experienced anything like it. And by the way, I'm sorry, I didn't say, I just said it was in Mexico, but it's actually in, um, outside of San Jose del Cabo. So you fly into um, Cabo, basically San Jose, and um, you really get on a dirt road and you get to this paradise. It's literally an oasis in the desert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, they were rated in the, one of the top 10 farm-to-table restaurants or um, oh resorts God. in the world. It's so, really incredible. Yeah, they're incredible. And what you're saying about the artisans that are making everything, I mean, really, uh, in terms of being involved as a designer, it's just a dream. Because um, the creativity level is just endless because um, anything that you can really think of, um, they'll just make it. And then you like literally we'd be like, oh, we're designing this vanity or, or whatever. And they would make it up and, you, and like the meeting's going on and then like you know, three hours later, this vanity shows up. <laughs> They're like, you like this? And I'm like, um, yeah, but yes, like, it's, we'll take it's it. a little bit too, too tall. And then they just like, okay. And then come back later and like, how about that? Oh my God. So, but I mean, just the, the people and the craftsmen that are there, it's, it, again, it's so inspiring. Um, and, um, just the work that they do, it's it's very unique and very focused on the experience. Um, and, you know, if we could take a little bit of that and bring it into our own home um, and our own place, you know, to think about, okay, well, how can we resource things that are, are handcrafted? Because there's just a, a certain energy that's behind that that just feels so wonderful, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, it just makes you appreciate things in, in a, in a nice way. But yeah, I, I just absolutely love working on that project because just because of that alone. <laughs> right. Well, when we were talking the other day, you were telling me about how you had a hand in designing the pullout bed, which was, um, 
under the king bed in in the you know the master bedroom of uh-huh. of the haylofts, um, which was the second phase of Flora Farms. And I mentioned to you that I had slept on that pillow before, and what you told me was, "Tell me more about that design." Like that. Oh, who thinks well, of this? Well, um, again, the owner um, that we were working with is very, very creative person. And um, they, you know, when they're putting those together, they're, they're trying to think of the the type of the people and the groups of people that are going to be in that in that space. And um, they needed to be able to have it to be able to offer us two king beds. And um, so we came up with this idea to do a. it's it's basically like a trundle. Yeah, but it's king size trundle bed, and instead yeah. of coming out the the side, it comes out um, comes out the end, and literally we designed it so that it could you could pull it out the end and sleep there, or you could keep pulling it out outside and sleep outside. Right, because the people who haven't been there don't know, but it's the, the, there's doors right in front of it, and they go outside to basically this beautiful sitting area. There's also like a hot tub that looks like an old school like wooden. Tub, there's an outdoor shower, there's an outdoor kitchen. And so you're out, you pull it out there and you are looking out over like the whole desert, basically. It's just incredible. And and the thing I could not believe is the mattress quality and the way that you guys designed that pull out. It was like so comfortable. It wasn't like you're not on like a sofa bed. This is like yeah. a king yeah. size bed. Well, and the other, the other great thing I loved about it was instead of having it be pulled all the way under, we have it sitting out a little bit. So, and we designed the the bed so that it kind of creates like a bench yes, or like a little sofa that's in front of the bed. And so it just, you know, it's nice to be able to be um, inventive and um, have um, somebody who can kind of produce the ideas and it just made it, um, they just make it so easy to just come up with something new and and try it out. And it it works really great. Yeah, that place is beautiful. Congratulations to both of you for all of the things that you do there. I mean, every time I go there, I just get goosebumps. It's just such a special place. I can't imagine as a professional to be able to have a hand in creating that environment. It just must be a huge feather in your cap. Yeah, it really inspired me as well. Like when we, when I first started going down there, and then we were looking for a home ourselves, and um, I was so enamored with the whole idea about you know um, having a having a place that would that you'd be able to grow some food and things like that. And so when we finally found a place, um, we we got a place that had a little bit of land. We just have an acre. But um, I, you know, all of a sudden I'm, yeah. I'm growing herbs and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm like pretending. Wait, your place like, is in Mexico? What? It's in Mexico? No, no, no. My oh. home here. Like I oh, brought your home here. I'm yeah, like, no, I brought that, the idea of that back. Oh, and I'm with you now. Sorry. Okay. There's just the flavor of it, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I, I love the paradise of that. And I like to, I, the idea of bringing some of that to well, me. <laughs> I think that's a good thing to talk about because people, you know, they go to places and then, for instance, you know, you go to, I went once to Mayakoba, um, uh, Cancun, I think it was. And I stayed mm-hmm. at this Rosewood resort and the bathroom was like, uh, outrageous. I will never forget that bathroom because I loved it so much. And then, you know, you go on these, these, if you're lucky enough to get to travel a little bit, you see something and you love it and you, you can bring the idea home with you. And then you can call you and say, I want a spa bathroom. 
Yeah. Here's some pictures of where I went. I loved how they had the rocks all around the edge or whatever it was, this this tub or whatever. And then you're the person who can recreate that space based on an experience that, you know, your client had that they want to bring home with them, right? Yes, True. And that's a great place to start, right? To have something that, that is, you are inspired by to, to launch off of the idea. And yeah, that's def- that's what I do. <laughs> what if you're a person like me who likes every style? I'm like, oh, I love modern. Oh, I love farmhouse. Oh, I love this. Oh, I, I like this. I like this Mediterranean. What if, let's say that you, you have a home and you know that you want to do some remodeling, but you're just not sure which way to go. Would you recommend, like, I take pictures of things I like or, you know, start a little Pinterest page or just like kind of put things together. And then when I come to you, I can be like, here's some of the things I like. Yes. Yeah. That is a, that's a great place to to start. And even if, um, you as a person can't, can't see the things that are in common in all of those pictures, that's what that's what I do. So even if you're pulling th- something, it, this might look really different than the other picture. It's easy for me to see as a person outside looking in. Yeah. What's the common elements that she's responding to, and that and actually just getting to know you a little bit more helps me to understand you know, the different sides of yourself, you know, the different parts of your personality to incorporate. And so, you know, if that means that you're going to do a new Mediterranean farmhouse, (laughs) modern modern Mediterranean, I don't know, let's make up our own mod med. Yeah, yeah, let's do something new. Let's create our own style. And um, yeah, it's always fun to make up a new name for it too. But that's really cool. I mean, I am a person who like really needs you like in my life because there I like so many things and I do not I always say like I'm really good at real estate I really know when I see a beautiful home and when something needs to be fixed but like in my own space it's really hard for me to make a decision about what should happen because I've seen all these houses and I'm like oh I like that I like that I like that and then I really can't decide so I need you to be like okay I see this commonality one thing I know about myself is I really like greens even though I would never say like green's a color that I love, but in my home, for some reason, I seem to gravitate towards mm-hmm. like teals and bluey greens. I don't know why. Well, that's something you need to have it uh, surrounding yourself in some I way, so. right? In I don't know. Way. It must be a calming color for some, some reason. Yeah. Well, I, so. I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Tell me if there's something that you want to talk about that maybe I missed – Anything that I forgot to hit on that that you think um, our listeners might want to know about as they think about design and especially going into, you know, some people are not like maybe they were thinking about selling their homes. And even though I'm a realtor and I want you to sell your home, obviously, like maybe you're not going to right now. You're going to wait a little while, especially now it's the holidays. Some people are thinking, you know what, I might wait six months and I'm going to just do some some remodeling or I'm going to just stay here and, you know, really just do what I always wanted to do, but I never did. Um, is that, you know, where would you go? Where How would you start? Well, I think it's a, a great idea to have a goal, and what even if that goal is six months down the line, that's a, a that's a really great. It's great to get started early, right? Because you can do some pre planning. So, um, wouldn't it be great if um, 
you knew you had a client who wanted to sell, but they weren't quite ready that you would have six months to actually give them a little bit of um, direction on what things they could be doing to uh, make their home more appealing and, you know, more sellable and that kind of thing. So it's, it's interesting. I've, I've done some things like that and, um, Sorry to say, but sometimes they get it all done and they're like, wow, we, we don't need to go They don't anywhere. want to go anymore. It's happened yeah, to me they before. They fall in love with yeah. their housing all over again. Which so. is great. I mean, I think that that's great. And, you know, there's always somebody else who wants to sell their house. So that's all good. Yeah, um, no, it's just a matter Ultimately, of we want our clients to be happy no exactly. matter what house they're in. You know. <laughs> but, but we'll that sell is it a, one day. Yeah, that is a common uh, thing. It's like, you know, again, they've just been there for so long and they can yeah. only see it a certain way. And like, it's easy to go around and look at places and go, well, that's beautiful. And that's what I, I want. And that's easy. And if you're in, in that, in that, um, in that market and you're ready to go, that's great. But uh, it is nice. I have done some consultations with people with their agent um, when they have that, that, that goal in mind that down the road, the, so the things that they know they're going to do, they're going to do it with intent um, to make sure that they're not doing a big mistake and they're not putting up a red accent wall or right. whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, well, let's, let's have a direction here so that when, when they're, they're all done and it, it's easy, to, easy to, for you to list it and ready to go. Okay, great. All right. Anything else before we close that you want people to know about? Besides, can you tell us your Instagram handle also? Um, it's just Lori Chris Interior Design or okay. at Lori Chris Interior Design. Okay. Um, so um, no, I just um, I just love what I do. I love working with people. Um, I've ha- had uh, things have just been wonderful. Th- you know, things are thriving right now. We've uh, finished up a couple of really. Uh, nice projects. We actually had a great, um, um, we had a feature in the Bellevue Lifestyle magazine. Congratulations. Um, this, and this last definitely, I saw it and it was awesome. So that's really fun. And um, just working on, um, working on a big remodel right now, uh, where it was like a family home and the next generation is taking the home and he's, oh, wow. um, you know, we totally gutted it and adding all the things that they want. And, and they're just a really fun, beautiful uh, young couple. And it's been very fun working with them. And, and then just uh, the next phase on the lofts is what's coming up next. Yeah, so that's good. So uh, I, some trips to Mexico are in your future. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Okay, <laughs> so good. Fun. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am always have design on my mind and that is why I thought that this would be a fun podcast. So I really appreciate you joining me today and happy holidays. Um, We'll put everything up so everybody can find you and um, you can DM me if you have questions. And um, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Rachel. Well, you just I give know. me a call if you need a little bit of me in your life. I'll come, uh, come I over. I need and a take, little bit of you in my life. I need a, a little, lot of bit of you, you in my you life. Can do a little makeover. <laughs> There's <laughs> some things. There's some things. Well, yeah, yeah. We can we can help. All <laughs> Whatever right, good. you need, honey. Thank you. I yes. appreciate that. <laughs> take care of yourself. All and right. Thank you so much. And if it's happening in real time, we're going to talk about it on Real Time with Rachel. Did you know a podcast episode like this can provide literally dozens of marketing content assets for your business? 
It's brought to you by Content Monster, your go-to for engaging marketing content, like this podcast or remote video production. It's not just a podcast, it's your marketing powerhouse. Visit contentmonster.com to learn more. That's contentmonsta.com.